0: The Ugly Truth will always be free, so it's clear the Uggs aren't in it for the money. But if you're a fan, we'd appreciate any support you can give. Visit uglytruth.com and check out the Support the Truth column on the right. You can donate, download our mobile app, or shop the Ugly Mall. All proceeds go right back into the show. As always, thank you, and now on with The Ugly Truth. <laughs> Are you ready for another mind-altering dose of the sisters who will say just about anything? Jamie.
1: Offer to take the wet spot or get a towel and make sure that you're
2: you're shaved all over. And Paula. I had a guy try that on me once and I'm just like, what are you doing? I'm not going to do that. Welcome
0: to another unfiltered episode of The Ugly Truth.
1: Welcome. To the ugly truth. It is episode 146, and hurr, ding! My sister's back, everyone. Paul is back. Ugh! Ugh! Hooray! <laughs> you know, I don't mind recording with producer Dub on the occasion when you need your schedule to be fluid, and I will always enjoy it. However, I really always miss you. There's always a time period in between. It's some part of the episode we'll be recording and in the back of my mind going, I wish Paula was here (laughs) to say something to him right now, because I know there are always things that you notice because you'll go, wait a minute and you'll say something. And it's like that's what it's missing. You know, it's like it's missing some salt or something, some seasoning, some salt or some pepper, (sighs) just a little bit, because, you know, you get in. I know you haven't listened to the episode yet, but it's you know, I I really there's only so much I can do. There's only so much I can do (laughs) with Daryl. So it's always nice to have a little perspective when you're there. So welcome back, Ugg. I'm so glad you're back. I hope you're feeling a little bit better. It's good to be back. Thank God. So yes, it's episode 146. Now, let's think of some of the things that happened while you were gone. Do you know who Abe Vigoda is? He's the old guy I keep seeing on the news. (laughs) Yes, well, he finally died. There is, he was 94. He was in Barnaby Jones. I don't even think you were alive yet when that show was popular. I was barely alive, actually. But Abe Bogota, it has this long-running joke of saying, you know, I don't know, let me think of something. Uh, Glenn Fry passed away. But guess what, everyone? Abe Bogota is still alive. This has been going on for years. The reason that I know Abe Bogota is because I was, oh, I think I was like 11 or 12. And do you remember when we used to get the, the Sacramento Bee, the newspaper, and every Sunday you would get the TV guide in it? Mm-hmm. And in the back, there was a entertainment-level crossword puzzle. And it Mm -hmm. took up the whole back page. And as I got older, I used to love doing that crossword puzzle. And so I was sitting on the couch... For the first time, doing this crossword puzzle, and do you remember, now, our dad used to race sprint cars. Yes. And when he almost killed himself, he hired. He started to hire drivers. Yes. And he hired Kevin Erton, who is, you know, we all had a mad crush on. Of course. Even though, even though he had this adorable girlfriend. He was at the house, and I think they were getting ready to go do race car stuff, and he was sitting next to me watching me do this crossword puzzle, and he goes... 12 across. And I said, yeah. And he goes, do you know who that is? I'm like, no, I don't even know how to pronounce Barnaby Jones. Like, I barely knew what Barnaby was. He goes, it's Abe Bogota. And I said, "Okay." And I said, how do you spell it? And so he taught me how to spell Abe Bogota. (laughs) And so what was really funny is that Abe Bogota was almost always in the crossword. Always, always. And so every weekend, I'd look for that one first because I, thanks to Kevin Erton, I knew exactly what it was. Wow. I never never would have known. And so now this long running joke of him being alive because he always looked old, even when he was probably 40, he looked like an old man. Everyone was always so surprised that he was still alive and kicking until, of course, now, now he's dead. So safe home, Abe Vagoda, you crossword name person.
2: Well, what do you know?
1: I know. I know. I know it's a weird story, but it was just so funny because that's the only way I knew him. I didn't even know who he was. And I didn't know him at all. At all. So, yes, it is a new week. We're going into Feb, February 2016 already, which I can't even stand it. Do you have any new and exciting things to share with us other than that you were not feeling well? Or are we just...
2: Well, other than it's another uh, great week at Shangri-La here at the apartments.
1: (laughs) Yes, you Uh, and your lovely new... Tenant owners. What are they called? Uh, Not landlords, but uh, building owners.
2: Yeah. Well, so I've been getting lots of love letters from them. They've Mm. uh, been cracking down on. uh, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing here. Every every other day, it seems like we're getting love letters from our our landlords about all the fun policies and updates that they're (laughs) they're doing. And uh, the last letter talking about the pet policy promised that next week we'll have uh, new policies on our porches, so that should be oh. fun about the things that we'll be allowed to have on our porch, but oh my God. <laughs> on a side note, someone decided to back into my car when I was not yes. uh, outside, and I didn't notice it until I was at the grocery store with Ryan, my son, and I went to go. I have a an SUV, and so I was popping the back, like, you know, the back lid thing, whatever, mm-hmm. And I noticed there was, like, it wasn't bad, but I noticed there was, like, a ripple in, like, the paint. Mm. And I'm, like, what is this? And so I was looking, and then along the the whole back, there's, like, a bunch of, like, chunks or divots (gasps) in the back of my bumper area. And I'm, like, what is this bullshit? And so I start looking, and it just so happens, like, the last two days... I had one of my indicator lights come on that my front left tire was low and it was just bizarre that -hmm. it was only my front left tire. And so the more I looked, someone had literally backed into like the back right hand side of my car and so I think what happened is they pushed my car, and so they—oh my god—they pushed it so hard that it probably almost popped my front left tire. What? And so I'm just like, "Are you freaky kidding me?" So I have a bunch of divot and scratches on my bumper, and it, they pushed it so hard that it it rippled the paint and like pushed it. Like they like almost smashed your car Literally. against a wall.
1: Well, this leads us to our first discussion of the of the week on the show: is etiquette fun? Because you, of course, were not given a note. No, and of so any kind no notification that they practically squished your car whether now are you sure it happened at the apartment or well, at the grocery store?
2: No, it ha- it had to have been at the apartment because like I said for the past 2 days prior to me going to the grocery store my tire light had been coming on and I had oh. asked Victor He's like, oh, your tire light is on. He's like, we need to put air in your tire. And so I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, OK. I'm like, that's so weird that just the one light, the one tire came on. I said, because usually when my tires are low, all the indicator lights comes on that all the tires Wait. are low at the same oh, time. So,
1: but so so somehow this strange occurrence
2: of just one sole tire now is starting to make sense. Here's the thing is my car has been door dinged or all sorts of damaged caused to mm-hmm. my car like it's been beat to hell that pisses that would piss me off all these things have happened to my car and I have not had one person leave an effing
1: note you know it was funny when you told me about this and you're like I want to talk about etiquette and I said that's a good idea because it's there are rules of etiquette when it comes to pretty much when you're having any kind of interaction with other humans, there's, there are rules, and, the, and there are rules of nature. It's not even like these are difficult to surmise in one's brain. If you hit someone, you know, or property, the first instinct as a human being with even the minimalist of, of morals would go, I'm sorry that I damaged it. I need to seek out or let someone know so that I can perhaps help them fix
2: it. Don't you think you would stop and, like, you would get out of your car and you would look To be like, oh crap, like, don't you think you should like. So then I ask Victor, and I do this every time because I've had a couple of door dings that have been like right on the hub of where the wheel is. And so with this particular bumper part, I asked him, I'm like, do you think they even realized what they did? And he's like yes Paula he's like of course they knew what they did because I know or I've I've tapped a car before oh god I'm always so terrified and I'm just like oh shit and so I'll get out and I'll look and I'll like I'll inspect it up and down and I'm like I don't see a thing I am like afraid to look and I'll look around and I'll see like if I see anybody or anything (laughs) and I'm like should I even leave or what do I do like I don't see anything but I don't I'm like scared so I'll Mm -hmm. leave and I'm thinking like oh my god like I hope that was the right thing to do because I'm, yeah. like, afraid... But I'm like, these assholes, I'm like, they had to have known that they smashed into me. Well, they have to have damage on their own vehicle,
1: for well, God's sake. Well, and that's sake.
2: what Victor asked. He's like, well, he's like, when I first called him and told him what ha- when I saw it, he's like, is there any paint on there? Because he figured it probably happened to the apartment complex because then right. he was going to start looking at cars. I would have started <laughs> looking at cars. <laughs> to see if there was, like, you know, and I'm like, there's no paint. And I'm like, oh, well, these assholes probably knew they didn't leave any paint. That's why they left. Well, I will tell you that that happened to daryl once we
1: were it was actually i'll tell you exactly when it was it was the first day of school this year so like in in september august it was in august we went to a restaurant downtown we went to the tower cafe for a little celebratory breakfast and we were in the parking lot now the parking lot is always very full Mm -hmm. and it's one of those narrow parking lots oh it's
2: downtown yeah
1: yes it's downtown and so we were in his acura It's not a huge boat of a car. It's a little compact, sporty little car. So we're in and out of there in less than an hour. Mm -hmm. And so we come out to the parking lot, and there's a note on his car. And it said it was from a neighbor across the street, because this tower cafe is surrounded by lovely craftsman homes. It's a beautiful area, actually. Mm -hmm. So there's this little post-it note on his car that says, dear, dear person, we watched an old man in a gold Acura with this number back into your car, not once, but twice. And he didn't even leave a note and he didn't even get out to look. This is his car. This is his license plate number. And this is what kind of car it is. If he left any damage, please feel free to report him to the DMV. And so we looked at the car and there was a little bit of damage to the bumper, but it wasn't enough to warrant hell what an asshole though they they made it very clear that this was an old man (laughs) and you know what's even funnier is i said i know exactly what car it is because i saw that car because i thought what an unusual color and so i'm like that motherfucker like, he's so entitled that he's not even get, like, oh, I didn't feel me back into it twice. Right. <laughs> and I'm thinking, what a dick. And how hilarious that someone watched him do it and was able to literally get his license plate number and report him anyway. Really? For yeah. that alone, I wanted to do it because somebody went out of their way to be a good citizen to let us know. And it's like, where are your good citizens in your apartment complex? I don't. Understand. No one saw
2: this person because that is a significant amount of damage. The only way they would have been able to fix this is if they had replaced my whole bumper. And you're talking like hundreds of dollars, at least. At least. At least. How annoying. And the thing that frustrates me the most is, is like, I'm coming up on year four of my car yeah. and it's like, we're literally on the downward slope of paying off my loan. And so I I'm know. like, if I ever wanted to trade this in. Yes. My car is so beat up right now with all of the door dings and all the damage now. Yes. Like, I probably wouldn't even, I, could, I don't even think I'd get a good as far as like trade in value. It might well, be fair. Listen, first
1: of all. This shit can't be buffed out. No, it can't just to reference you actually have a very nice car it I is do. not an old piece of shit no. it's actually four years old it's not even like old you bought it brand new. i bought it brand new so no note, no no nothing right you're a stuck with a whole lot of nothing i'm bumper.
2: stuck with all this damage and okay. i just i don't even know I, the only thing i could think of is is the way it was done it must have been a big car but i you know what though if it was a big car your grill would
1: be damaged
2: I don't even know.
1: I don't, I don't know, but you know what? I have seen some of the people that live in your complex for those that actually own vehicles. They they don't look like people who would be able to casually walk around and not feel guilty I just about don't it. Even
2: I just, I of course, you know, I can't remember anything. So Victor's like, well, where were we two nights ago? I'm like, you're asking me? You're asking like, the wrong person. <laughs> I'm like, if I wasn't here, then I have no idea where I was. Are you going to talk about the Emily Post? Yes, I was just going to say Talk about it because so, I don't, yeah, say it. So I went to the Emily Post website. For those of you who don't know, Emily Post wrote a book on manners and etiquette mm-hmm. back in the 1900s. And so her family has carried on the tradition of uh, talking about etiquette and manners and all sorts of social occasions right lo and behold they actually had one on driving and so (laughs) we will probably post this no pun intended sometime this coming week it doesn't necessarily pertain to accidents but it does talk about driving so let's see how good we are as far as our driving and our etiquette so it says driving dotes Individual drivers have their own particular pet peeves, but the following behaviors by either aggressive or clueless drivers can aggravate even patient drivers. Blocking the passing lane for more than a reasonable amount of time. Hate it. So is that the middle lane? Like the...
1: uh, It can be construed in two ways. When you are on a one-way road or two-way road where there's only two lanes, one going one way and one going the other, especially when you're on your way to like the mountains... Every few uh, few miles, there will be a passing lane, so that if there's a bunch of trucks in front of you, oh, you can go around yeah. them. I hate That's that. That's a passing lane. Okay. I have seen. It's very rare, but I have seen asshole truck drivers take that lane, and you can't get around anybody. It's very rare. Most truck drivers are quite adept in knowing that they need to get out of the way so that everybody can speed past them because they're, you know, chug-a-lugging up the hill.
2: No, I always get over in this, like, especially, like, when we're coming back from Tahoe or something, Mm -hmm. I always get in, like, the slow lane because there's always, like, those people who just, like, want to fly, like, 100 miles an hour. You mean like me? I guess if that's you. I'm not. Especially on the summit. Freak. I don't want to go that fast.
1: I will say I've driven up there so many times. Unless there's snow on the ground, I'm feeling very confident about going over the summit. Uh, going over the grapevine into L.A. is can be dicey. But
2: other than that, man, I'm blowing through. I Okay. yeah. This next one, I bet you do this. Speeding okay. when you're getting past,
1: No, I do not compete with people. Here's the deal. I'm almost, especially on the freeway, I'm always going over the speed limit.
2: <laughs> I'm always
1: going at least 85. And so... If someone is going faster than me, Godspeed, because I am not interested. I mean, I have been on my on the freeway and in just, you know, I have a Mustang. It's a it's a very cool car. It's a V8. It goes very, very fast, very quickly. And so I can look down and I'm going 100 and I don't even know it. And so that is incredibly dangerous. So I I don't do it with children in the car. It's only when I'm by myself. But 85 is about average on the freeway. And so if someone is blowing by me at that rate, I let them go. And if they are on my ass and I'm going 85, I pull over.
2: I I don't have an ego about that at all. Victor seems to think that every stoplight with a car next to them, he thinks everybody automatically wants to race. Oh, it's a challenge. And I'm like, that is not a race. I'm like, it's just a stoplight. It's traffic. (laughs) I'm like, everyone has to stop. So, okay, Yeah, yeah. This one I didn't understand. Driving in the breakdown lane to pass a long line of stop traffic. Do they Rude. Mean, do they mean the bike lane?
1: Well, on the freeway. I, these are all freeway. Oh, is that what this is? Scenarios. Okay. Okay. So far, anyway. These are freeway scenarios. But if you, if there is, well, I'll, here's a good example of someone who did that and it didn't bode well for them. Uh, in LA, it's always bumper to bumper on the 405. And this person decided to bypass all of that going through the breakdown lane. They, <laughs> they went too fast. They had enough. They, Yeah, they just lost their minds. I've had enough! Some, ah! It was some 22-year-old. <laughs> he blew by everybody in the breakdown lane, hit something, and catapulted himself onto a billboard and died. Oh, that guy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It didn't go well for him. I wouldn't suggest it. Be- yeah. And also, that's how cops get around. Okay. Okay. So I wouldn't. I would never do that.
2: Okay. This one was kind of funny. They they don't suggest you doing this. Daydreaming at a stop line after it turns green.
1: Obviously, you're gonna get. You're gonna be
2: known. It's gonna be known very quickly that you're doing that. No one recommends that. But I mean, if you recognize that you're doing that. I wouldn't recommend you keep doing it either. Like, oh, I'm right. daydreaming at this green light. I think I'm just going to keep doing that
1: for a well, few more now minutes. to nowadays, it's being on your phone and not paying attention. Well, that's true. You know, uh, the opposite happened to our mother. Was she daydreaming at a red light? I mean. It was like 30, well, it must no, it wasn't that long ago. It was like 25 years ago, and she had gotten fired. It was an ugly firing, too. Oh, it God. wasn't like she knew it was coming. Like they were making changes and she oh, was just one of I the I think casualties. I remember that
2: one. Yeah. She
1: was driving down Sunrise Boulevard, which is one of the busiest, mm. most dangerous things. And she was completely glossed over. She's like, all I remember is I looked to my right and there was a box of my things because she was a manager. She goes, and I blew through Sunrise and Fair Oaks red light. Oh, my God. Higher patrol pulled her over immediately, saw her do it. Pulled her over and she's like, what did I do? He goes, "Um, you ran a red light and you're really lucky you didn't die because nobody was coming yet. And I mean, it wasn't like she ran it like it just turned red. It was red like, like it had, had been, been red. red. Oh, my gosh. And so he pulled her over and she's like, I'm so sorry. I got fired and I wasn't even thinking. And of course, now, regardless of our personal feelings, our mother is very good looking. And the cop. <sighs>
2: took pity on her and let her go thank god well talk about already having a bad day i mean what's <laughs> no, he gonna right? do like you just lost your job and i'm gonna give you a ticket and i'm gonna give you a ticket for running a red light and back knowing in the late- her the queen of ugly she probably is like here's a box of my things officer and <laughs> you know i can already hear it now see my things right here i swear to god i really got fired here's my certificate of leadership and you know <laughs> I was a top producer.
1: Yeah, so she, she. Luckily, they let her go. Luckily, well, like, she didn't do die. Do you like to see a copy of my final pay stub? <laughs> Here's my notice. Here's my check. See? It's
2: pink. See.
0: <laughs> if you just can't handle only getting your ugly truth one time a week, make sure to hang out with the Uggs on their social networks. Visit uglytruth.com and click on the Facebook and Twitter buttons to friend and follow the show or search for us on Facebook and Twitter. And now, back to the truth. There's talk on the street, it sounds so familiar. Great expectations, everybody's watching you. People you meet, they are...
2: Well, there are there
1: are other situations besides driving. I was you know, next week Daryl and I are flying down to Southern California for a wedding and I was thinking about the etiquette of a wedding when you were talking about all these drivers' ones. Was there any more or was that it? No, that was it. Oh, okay. And so I was thinking about some of the things and, and a lot of the rules have changed. Like, you know, you can wear black to a wedding now. Oh, okay. You used to not be able to. It used to be considered like you were protesting.
2: Yeah, if, or if like you were black to a wedding or something. Yeah.
1: If you wear black to a wedding in the old days, it was usually someone's grandmother who was completely horrified that you were marrying into an Irish Catholic family and you happened to be Protestant or something, and they were in protest, so they would wear black. But nowadays, black is considered elegant, especially of an evening wedding, which a lot of people do. You still can't wear white though. That's still a huge no-no. Everybody knows that, unless, of course, your Beyonce's sister. What's her name? Solange or whatever. I don't know. She had an all-white wedding. Everybody wore white.
2: Oh, well, I guess that. if that's you know if that's the attire, like if it says right. specifically on the invitation, everybody yes. wear white.
1: Everybody wear white. Then that and that's I think unusual. But overall. You, didn't, you don't really
2: want to wear I mean, anything in the white. I mean, we've been to weddings before where people wear white and everybody's gossiping like, oh my God, why is that girl wearing white?
1: <laughs> it's like, why would she ever wear, why would that person wear white? Like you can't wedding? even
2: wear like, you know, like a colored top with like, you know, a white skirt. Like everybody's like, oh, she's wearing a white skirt. You really, really
1: need to stay away from the white. Now, I do realize that wearing white as a bride, most women can't, shouldn't be wearing white to <laughs> even, weddings. Yeah.
2: Even we'll gossip like, why is the bride wearing white? We why is the bride wearing white? She should be wearing red. Like, we went to high no. school with her. We know what that's all about. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) It's
1: like, why is that mother of three wearing white to her wedding? It's so odd. We all know you're not a virgin. We know
2: she's four months pregnant. What the fuck? Why is
1: she? Look at that baby bump. White? Really? But nowadays, you know, and I know that there are women who, who wear off white, you know, or pink or something, or they get real crazy and wear black or whatever. But traditional weddings, you know, you wear white. So you stay away from the white. And now, of course, you can't wear red. And I never really understood that. I don't know what the thing is about wearing red to a wedding. It's, is it because it's whorish? I don't really know. You know, I, I thought that's what
2: it was. You know how I feel about weddings and traditions. So, I mean, I'm <laughs> the last person to ask.
1: I know. I was just wondering, you know what's really funny? I think why is that I was in a wedding when I was like 19. A friend of mine got married. It was kind of a quick wedding. She wasn't pregnant or anything. They were just trying to get the show on the road. And we all wore red bridesmaid's dresses because she got married in February.
2: Well, Valentine's Day, right?
1: Yeah, but it just seemed like an odd choice for a wedding group. But I mean, I've seen other other weddings now where the where the bridesmaids wear red and there's red roses everywhere. And, I'm just you know, saying, all- out
2: of all of our weddings, most <laughs> of us we wore black, and that's just because we're so it's freaking silly. vain that you know. <laughs> None of us would be willing to wear anything other than black. Well, this wedding we're going
1: to is black tie optional, which means formal, as formal as you can afford, essentially. Daryl is not wearing a tuxedo, but he's wearing a very nice suit, silk tie, button up shirt, blah, blah, blah. I am wearing a black gown. Nice. Got it altered, fits like a glove. Thank God. I was having, I was having anxiety. About i told it.
2: you having it altered is the way to go
1: god i'm so glad that thing zips up just perfectly it, it is too long still that's the only other thing that has to be fixed but it's a raw edge so it'll be a piece of cake just get some but- tall shoes I, I'm gonna, I was going to wear the shoes that I wore to Natalie's wedding. Oh, that's nice. The satin shoes because it's a black dress and you can wear pretty much wear any color you want with a black dress.
2: Plus, you already know how to walk in those ones. I do.
1: And they're not, you know, I don't tower
2: over Daryl or
1: anything like that. I mean, I am short, but Daryl's not exactly 6'2". No, he's so, not. So, you know, I can't go nuts with the heels yeah. because I don't want to be the same size as him. So... Yeah, uh, you don't want to have I, like a
2: Tom Cruise, Katie Holmes <laughs> kind of situation. If he
1: was a Tom Cruise size, I probably would really get used to kitten heels. Yeah, <laughs> which I hate, but I would wear them, you know, sure. cuz I have to have heels. But don't anyway, I want to have
2: that whole thing where he like walks around with his hand on the back of your neck the whole time.
1: <laughs> you know what? I would never date a man who puts his hand on my neck ever. Why? Does that bother you? Oh god, dad used to direct me all the time. It is one of the most aggressive things to me. I hate it. Oh. I just want to turn around and smack someone if they oh, ever did that Oh, I don't me. think that would bug me. Oh, it bugs me beyond. It's oh. like he would put his hand on my neck and direct me around. I just found it so aggressive. And I'm like, get your fucking hand off of my <laughs> neck. God damn. I mean, I would get really hostile. But, you know, Apparently we, were so. we were afraid of our dad. And so well, I, didn't, I didn't do a thing. But I mean, yeah, nowadays, really. if a man ever dared to, oh, my God, I, you want to see... You've seen me get crazy. I Apparently you would not so. even know what you wouldn't recognize me. You're like, who's that demon over there? Yeah, really. I mean, I
2: would lose my shit. Who's the demon with the hand on the back of her neck? <laughs>
1: just just the
2: hand. Where's the rest of the Yeah, person? really with the bloody stump on the back <laughs> of her neck? Where's that bloody stump? <laughs> what is that? <laughs>
1: yeah, that would be me. The only other thing it says about wedding etiquette is uh, stick to the registry. Do not stray, don't get creative. (laughs) It was so funny. Yeah, it's like, don't you know, don't try to make them something out of macrame and think that they're gonna love it. You know, keep we got styrofoam cups with attached to a hanger. Remember, macaroni, okay, remember your when you first got married, and what did you get as a gift? A giant wristwatch?
2: Yeah, that was from grandma. It was, it was supposed to be a wall clock, but it was a giant wristwatch. gold wristwatch that was, like, fashioned after a Rolex. Did you register for that? On no, some we didn't. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean,
1: I think you have to cut the elderly some slack. Well, especially
2: family. Yes, you do have to cut some slack. I believe I got some potholders. I don't even know what we did with that. And I feel kind of bad. I wish we had kept that. because. Why? Well, it was from grandma and she died. So, well, you know, you know, it just I'm aware, but it I don't happens, know. Shit happens, I guess. Yeah. Everyone dies at some point. I know, but I mean, but you know, I know how what often you're do you get plastic wall clocks fashioned after a <laughs> Rolex from your dead grandmother? It's <laughs> I, just one well, of those I don't things. Know. I'm pretty
1: sure mom was hysterical when she when you opened that. Yeah. I'm fairly certain she thought that was just the funniest thing you've ever seen. Especially from your in her
2: grandma, life. Juanita. It's just,
1: mm, you know. <laughs> yes. Um, and then the other thing is never ask to add a plus one if you if it wasn't offered to you in the first place. Yeah, which is which is important.
2: Yeah, okay. and then
1: finally, don't get drunk at the wedding. Oh, it's hard to believe that you have to put that in the rules, but you know, well, there's I thought that, that was, that was kind of a given. Doesn't everybody get drunk at weddings? Well, yes, except then. But then there's the incidences of the the long speeches, or how the bride accidentally had sex with the brother's the groom's cousin in the bridal know. suite, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, you just want to mm. kind of keep those secrets down below the surface. And alcohol tends to dig all of those things up, so it might be best well, it just kind of up the bar
2: tab a little too quick. Yeah, you might and... want to
1: just minimum, you know, keep it to a minimum. I mean. Those bar tabs get up fast,
2: man. I had had never seen a bar tab climb so high. Well, you'll be happy to know I didn't, me nor my family contributed to the bar tab. Well, actually, that's not true. I think my kids did have some Shirley Temples. Well,
1: that's fine. That's absolutely, there's no complaints about it. I'm just saying I was shocked at how fast a bar tab goes. It goes high quickly. It does. Very fast. That was kind of a big wedding, though.
2: Yeah, it was. It was a little large. Yeah, it was kind of big.
1: But anyway, those are those. And, of course, be on time.
2: Yes. Don't
1: show up after the bride's walking down the aisle. Yeah, Might really? hmm Yeah, you yeah. do have to be on time. So other than that, I mean, I was thinking about the sex thing. No one really teaches you etiquette about sex. You kind of learn that on your own. Um, and yeah. And no one goes, hey, just a heads up. When you start having sex, there are some things that you should keep in mind. You kind of have to learn that on your own, like um, offering to take the wet spot uh, make sure shaved, you know, your shape, you legs are shaped. I mean, I don't know. I was trying to think of some of the etiquettes to sex. Well, I mean, I think I learned a
2: lot from movies. Oh yes, because they're accurate. Well, I mean, you know, it's a good, it's a good foundation. Well, it's better than nothing, I suppose. It's true. I learned a lot from my first boyfriend. That was good.
1: Interesting. Interesting. I don't prefer having my head pushed down during blow drops that would be unacceptable behavior
2: i had a guy try that on me once and i'm just like what are you doing <laughs> i'm like once, i'm not gonna do that <laughs> i don't
1: know what you're thinking but that is not he's
2: like what behavior. and he was like kept trying to like he, Stop it! he was sitting on the couch and God. and like as slouched as he could be Ew, gross. and his like he was like lifting his Pelvis as high as he can. and I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, nothing, and I'm like, well, I'm leaving. Keep your ass on the couch and goodbye. I la- I got up and I left. He's like, where are you oh, going? Yeah. He's yeah, like, where are you going? I thought we were watching a movie. I'm like, you're not watching a movie. <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> was, is not a movie. I'm like, I'm I'm leaving. <laughs> this is stupid. Disgusting. <laughs> Men are vile it was ridiculous i was like i think i was laughing actually as i was leaving. i'm like this is so (laughs) stupid
1: (laughs) yeah you know i've had men try to push my head down i'm like oh no 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 who do you think
2: you are i don't think do i look like that kind of girl it just it was absolutely ridiculous that is ridiculous so So guys don't do that i was more mad at myself i'm like what was i thinking
1: well that too is don't girls don't let yourself get into that position have a little respect (laughs) yeah it was (laughs) like yeah, it happens.
2: All right. Well so sex etiquette then.
1: Yes, so that's it. So offer to take the wet spot or get a towel and make sure that you're you're shaved
2: all over. What? Well, shave your legs. Oh. Jeez. I don't mean like go. I and you meant I had to get be like waxed. One of those Chinese dogs and I'm just like, No, well, no, geez. no.
1: I just meant, you know, be clean. Okay. That's all yeah. Be
2: clean. Keep the keep the important parts clean. Are you reading from some list or is this no. just Jamie's list of this is my list? Why oh, is it okay. too specific? <laughs> well, I didn't know. You're just like, be clean, be shaved. And I'm like, OK, like, no, I was just trying to think of things that I prefer. I'm like, I don't remember seeing this on Emily Post's website.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just Odd. saying things things that are just polite things to do when you're going to interact with another human being in that fashion oh okay those are the things you should probably keep you know brush your offer teeth to get the towel yeah. offer to be clean you know wash your ass you know <laughs> God. i don't know i mean just wash the asshole make sure you uh, brush your teeth everything's nice and clean and tidy and you know you're bringing your best foot forward make sure you popped all the whiteheads and last week daryl and i were doing this this game speaking of No, he's he's profane of cleansing. He's clean beyond. He's he's very, very good at that. But no, we were doing this game. If you haven't listened to the show, you can listen to it. It's uh, episode 145. We I made him do this game that said what I would or wouldn't do for love. Okay. And I said that I would never get a pedicure in public with him, but I would go with him to get one if he wanted one. But I wouldn't do it. You'd watch him
2: get a pedicure. I didn't
1: say I'd watch. I'd say I'd go with him and sit in the lobby while he went and got it done. I never said I would watch.
2: God, Jamie. Ugh. He
1: said, for love. Ugh. He said that he would do one for me. Ah! <laughs> I told him that I'd have to be in a coma for that to happen. And if he did do it, I'd wake up because I would know. My brain would know. And I'd get up and I'd hit him.
2: I was just saying I'd slap Victor with a belt if he ever tried to I told to do him something. it was
1: actually the drop of my, it was my drop. I said I would wake up and I would punch you in the mouth. That's one way
2: to get that. us to wake up from a coma.
1: Right. Oh god really it's like it's like open your eyes see your children we love you so much it's like no i know how to do it i'm gonna give you a pedicure now Not honey really. in ah! front of everyone i'd be like <gasps> my heart rate would be and like, I'm like gonna, oh my god she's waking up i'm gonna suck on your toe
2: <laughs> oh, why would you say such a thing why would you say such a thing i'm just saying that's one way to get someone to wake out of a coma well that is true
1: all right, well, let's go to Parent Circle. Our, this is kind of a new segment, and I'm really liking it. I don't know about you, but I like Parent Circle. Well, it's
2: just because all these little child parental things keep popping up, it seems like, even weekly. For, it happens when you're a mother. <laughs> I know, and I'm not really sure how to deal with them. So, well, yeah. Ryan says to me in the car the other day he's like so my friend mike i think he said he's like Mm -hmm. he invited me to come over to his house on friday Mm -hmm. to come over and play video games and so i'm like oh okay and so i don't know who mike is and uh, and i don't know mike or his parents and so i'm like thinking to myself i'm like well I'm not really sure how to approach this because I said, "Well, I'm like I'd I'd have to meet Mike's parents and meet Mike, and mm-hmm. you know, short of having them, you know, provide a urine sample and a, a live <laughs> fingerprint scan, you know, right?" And send you with a security detail. I don't really know what else what happens with a with a play date I don't really know what to do
1: here (laughs) yeah okay so when you told me this you're like I'm in a conundrum I maintain my stance from the last time we had parent circle and luckily we can do parent circle because I'm older than you and I've gone through many of these phases that you are just now entering into which is the social the social aspect of children because when they're younger you're their social they don't have i mean unless you're lucky and live in a really nice neighborhood where they grow up with their kid you know friends Right. And, you know, but that doesn't happen very often anymore. Not really. People move or, and no one allows their children to play outside for more than an hour because there are perverts and crazy people. Pretty everywhere.
2: much. Pretty much. Well, it feels
1: that way. It may not be that way, but there are little bubbles of places where you, you can let your kids run around and, and they grow up with the same kids. But there's always the one mean kid. And then it then you hate the parents and it becomes a thing. So now we do play dates with friends from school. And so I will never forget the first time that this happened with my son. He came home and said, you know, Chad wants me to come over and play, blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, I don't know who Chad is, but I'll think about it. He's like, well, we're best friends. And I said, "Okay, okay, chill. So I remember I'm like you. I'm incredibly protective Mm -hmm. of my children. I don't like others being near them unless I know them very, very well. And he was my firstborn, and he was like seven. So mm-hmm. I was terrified. So basically, what I did was I interrogated him on who Chad was. And he told me, and I said, Is he a good kid? You know, I, does he have siblings? You know, and you know, most boys don't know shit, and nor do they care to know. Right. All they know is they like playing with Chad or Mike or whatever, and they want to extend their time to outside of school. Yeah,
2: he knows that he has a PlayStation 3 as well and so they have compatible games that they can play. Oh, <laughs> and so, so like, that's oh, what they're
1: excited about. Yeah right. Brain. I'm like, and okay, so well that's good. <laughs> the thing with little dudes is they're very simple people. They don't need <laughs> they don't have a lot of agendas. You know, they have their sports and their video games and that's pretty much it. It's very limited and that's the way it should be. I mean, if you've ever seen Daryl with his friends There's no deepness to anything. It's beer fishing, a few laughs about farting and food, and that's pretty much where it ends. And then that's it. And then they move on with their lives. So that's what it is with little dudes, too. So for me, I went to the school, met the mom at the school, Mm -hmm. and just said, oh, I guess her boys want to, you know, hang out. And she's like, yeah, totally have them. You know, you can drop them off. And then you drop him off and you walk in and you, you know, get a bi- basic lay of the land. Make sure there's no unemployed stepdad sitting around drinking beer. Right. And, you know, it's it's good, you know, and then keep it keep it
2: short because, you know, boys can play video games for freaking hours. Right. Well, and that's what I told Brian is I said that, well, maybe daddy will go with you. And, you know, I, I said that he could stay for like the first hour or something. Yes. And no, don't. That's not. I happen. I don't know cuz I you know First I always all, look at it from my initial because I did human resources for so long. I'm just like thinking I'm like, well, maybe we'll just do it from like a job perspective. I'll have them take drug tests and I'll do a small background (laughs) check and, you know, ask them a a series of questions and ask them where they see themselves in five years.
1: (laughs) Right. This is what I do now because, you know, Malia is quite popular and she gets invited to a lot of events and social gatherings. And so she's very trustworthy, and she, her friends, she has good friends, and so I say, well, where do they live? And she's like, oh, well, this is the address. So have him get the address. Okay. Then I Google Map the address, and I look up the neighborhood, and I look up the house specifically. Yeah. And if there's any questionable anything, I'm like, mm, I don't know. And then I'll, I've never done a drive by, but I, <laughs> but I do Google Map and I do the satellite view, <laughs> so I can see the house.
2: Well, the good thing actually is. If they lived near the school, I mean, mm-hmm. all the houses by the school are really nice. Actually, yeah. if they asked for our address, we'd be the ones that look sketchy. Exactly. Technically, so, because we're the ones that are in I know. the shitty apartment, like outside of the school bounds.
1: It's still a little comforting to be able to see the physical place yeah, in no, which I you are going to lie to your child. Basically... For a very first play date, first meet the boy, go go to the classroom, meet the boy. Yeah. And then try, you know, get the phone number and the address so that you can call the mom. And do not send Victor. For Christ's sake, you're gonna scare <laughs> the poor mother. Just go and be a be a man about it and meet this poor woman and say, The kids wanna play, do you mind if he comes over? Did you know that he invited my son?
2: Well, I'm just saying, like, what if they both work full time and he goes to daycare or something afterwards? I'm just
1: you need to find this information all right, out. All right, all That's right. That's the thing with kids is they don't care about any of that. Their mind is set on one thing and one thing only, and so you have to cobble together the story and find out. And all just right. say, "Does Mike go does Mike's mom pick him up?" Yes. Okay. So now you know he doesn't go to daycare. But get the number. Get the phone all right, number.
2: I'll get the digits. You got to do it.
1: You, stop being so fucking passive. <laughs> all right. So Do next it. week, if we bring up parent circle again, hopefully the play date went off without a hitch, and they had a great time. And then pretty soon, you know, there's a little budding friendship. Hopefully, we'll
2: see what happens. Yeah, I mean, yes. he's ten years old now, yeah. so I mean, these things are bound to happen. I guess it's just yes. you know, it's I please. Guess. You know what i I know how much your son loves the cooking shows, the Master Chef
1: Juniors, and all I that know. stuff. Those children are odd. I know. <laughs> you don't want him to be that, Paula. No, got, I. Because then you'll don't. have a whole new set of issues on your hands. You'll end up with ugly grandchildren, I, if
2: ugly any forever. at all. It's not.
1: That is not going to happen. I know. And I. And I'm just encouraging you to allow him to have a normal. He's not Lady.
0: abnormal.
1: That, I know. That's what I'm saying. Don't
2: hold him back. I'm not holding Let him, him be. back. This is the first time he's ever been. I know. No, that's not true. He's been no. invited to a birthday party before and he went and it was yes. fine. So, exactly. you know, kids are just different these days. They, they don't. <gasps> they're just a little. I don't know. They, they aren't as social as I think right. they once were. That's why
1: organized sports is so important. Because if you don't find ways to get your children to interact outside of school, then they never really understand teamwork or relying on others or learning to get along with different personalities and having authority figures that aren't their mom and teacher. Mm -hmm. Learn to uh, meet this woman somehow and (laughs) Google map her house and she'll be, it should be fine.
2: Okay. Hopefully. Hopefully.
1: I was going to say I have primarily adult kids because we had our kids so young and I'm struggling with Mackenzie a little bit. She's 20. And it was funny because I had to think about it because she'd really pissed me off about something. And then she was gone for two, for like almost two days. And I know where she was. And it's not like she's required to be home or anything. I mean, she's an adult. She's 20. And in the old days, she would have moved out by now or she'd be living in the dorms at some college. Mm-hmm. And she wouldn't be accountable to me on a hourly or daily basis. I mean, the girl is doing well in school. She's got a great job. She's doing everything that she should should be doing as a 20 year old. And yet we're still st- I'm struggling with her because I'm having a hard time letting her go. Mm hmm. It sucks because it's like on one side, you know, it's like I want her to be free and do all this stuff. And on the other side, I'm like, where the hell are you? Get your ass home. Why? Because I, because I said so, you know, and then I it really freaking sucks. And she really doesn't want to be here. And not because she hates it here, but because she's an adult. Yeah. she, She naturally wants to go. And it's like, it's almost the same thing. It's like when they're when they're young and they want to go off and do their have start building a little life for themselves, even at 11 or 10. You know, they want to have their friends and they want to, you know, do stuff. It's the same. It doesn't change when they're 20.
2: But I mean, don't they have to have a little bit
1: of respect for she has respect and she and she does check in. And, you know, the thing is, is I really hate holding things over her head. Like, you know, it'd be really easy for me to turn off your phone right now or I'll just take the keys since the car is not in your name anyway.
2: I wouldn't say that. But I mean, oh, I, I would at least like, you know, <laughs> I do say that. Can you at least at least check in by 10 o'clock, you know, if you're not coming home? or That's the
1: thing is that I have nothing really to complain about except that she's growing up. Freaking hate it. Yeah. But she still needs parenting. And there's nothing you can do to help me with that.
2: Yeah, that would be tough. But I mean, (laughs) as long as she's not making poor choices, I guess. No, she's not. She's good. Is she not making great choices?
1: No, she's making great choices. She's fine. She's doing everything she's supposed to be doing. And that's what pisses me off. I have nothing to complain about.
2: You know, it could be the kind of thing like with guys is if you just leave them alone, then they'll probably just come clinging back to you. I've never had a man not come back to me. So just leave her alone. I bet you she'll find you'll, she'll find her way back to you. Yeah,
1: maybe. I just want them to stay till they're old.
0: If you've been listening to The Ugly Truth for a while now, you know that Jamie and Paula never leave the house without a little freshening up. And that is why we're introducing the Lip and Clip Tip of the Week, brought to you by Avon. Here's Paula.
2: Not to toot my own horn, but I definitely get complimented on my eye makeup all the time. However, I can't take all the credit. Thanks to Avon, they have True Color Eyeshadow Quad. In one compact system, there are four numbered eyeshadows telling you exactly where to apply so you can look as glamorous as your favorite celebrity. With over 10 palettes to choose from, you can create a variety of looks and trick anyone into believing that you were made up by a professional. Trust me, if I can fool people, you definitely can fool people. Check them out, look for True Color Eyeshadow Quads on our Avon website, and stay pretty, my friends.
0: To get this and any product from our Avon store, just visit UglyTruth.com. That's U-G-L-E-E Truth.com. And click on the Ugly Mall, or you can go straight to it by UglyTruth.com slash shop. Thanks for supporting the show. Let's get back to the Ugly Truth.
2: Ain't it fun?
1: to our ugly and awkward moment of the week now that we've resolved our parenting issues
2: okay so how do i want to say mine so recently we went into our cell phone store because we had to talk about some phone issues and something related to our bill and such. And so mm-hmm. we were talking to them and you know how you t- get into talking to you about, you know, upgrades and yeah things and about your bill. And so we were talking about credits and uh, discounts and Things like that. And there's different people around and we're looking at the, the, the screen and, you know, we have that issue where when we talk to people, we don't necessarily know the volume of our own voice. <laughs> yes, we do have volume control issues. So I was talking to the lady and I said, OK, so this next, you know, billing cycle, things will change and blah, blah, blah. So I said to her, I'm like, so I'll notice that on, a, on my next monthly cycle. And I said it really loud. <laughs> <laughs> and she just kind of looked at me. And Victor kind of looked at me, and then I looked around, and there was other people <laughs> looking at me. You said it really, and loud. I said it really loud, and I didn't realize because it was one of those moments where there was like a lull in everyone's kind of conversation, and it had right. gotten kind of quiet in the room. Because it's not like it was bustling in there. Because it's not like right. it's Christmas time or it's right. like super busy. It was like in the middle of the day, and so I'm just like so. Exactly. I'm like so during our next. I said during my next monthly cycle, I'll notice it change
1: and so <laughs> and <laughs> so, of course we'll see now unlike unlike you me i would have been like oh double entendre
2: right everyone right and so then i'm like covered my mouth. i'm like oh i said that really loud huh <laughs> so i was just like awkward. i'm like that sounded funny and i'm like oops i'm like i meant like my billing cycle you know like oh uh, of course you know, then you have to you have to over explain you know, yourself was, so that
1: everyone knows and i and wasn't she's, talking about my menstrual flow by the way kind of like
2: she just kind of giggled. And so she's like, oh, like, oh, you know, and I was like, so I'm like, but seriously, in all truth, like the next month, I'm going to see the change in my bill rate. Right? But like' it's you know, like,
1: kind of a hushed dunk, but seriously. Like,
2: but in my, like, really, I want to know. Like, <laughs> and she's like, and yes, like, you yeah. absolutely will. <laughs> That's so funny. Was, I mean, it was dumb, but it was funny. Because Why? Was like, Why
1: do we have the volume control issues? I we don't all
2: know. do it. I don't know. Like our voice just carries that way. It's like when we I get
1: really resolute on a on a statement. We really want everyone to hear it or something. It's so strange. Sure, I don't understand.
2: I, we just have a way of talking. I guess I don't know how to explain <laughs> I it, but I know, it just. But we do and we all do it that's what's so funny to me well, it's, like, it's just, and, and we always say all the wrong things we always do and i just as soon as i said it i'm like why did i say that like why did i say that i knew what i was
1: trying to say I know. and it's like we're always on stage like we're always trying to like deliver a line or something it's so I funny
2: And I was looking at the screen because it says cycle, you know, like (laughs) it says because it's called a cycle right? like you're, you know, and it's like I'm I'm like, so my next monthly cycle (laughs) because the bill's in my name. And so I'm just like, it's my monthly cycle. I just think we like to be a little witty at all times. But the volume
1: control thing is what's funny to me. I wasn't even trying to be witty. I was just trying to say it's ingrained in your DNA. It's like you're not even trying to be witty. It just happens. Yes. Okay, so my ugly and awkward moment. Do you remember last year when my air conditioner broke?
2: Do you remember that? It was like 110. I was going to ask you, because when you told me your heater was broken, I thought that was the same problem you were having. But you guys got referred by a friend. Well, we have
1: this person actually came out to our the house that we rented before we bought this house. He came out and helped us with our air conditioner there. Okay. he is an HVAC guy. He's very, very good. He works for the school district, but he does side jobs just like anybody who has that skill does. And I'm grateful for it because I would much rather pay someone directly knowing that it's helping him in his pocket, his family. It's not going to some company. You know what I'm saying? And so I I love people who do side jobs, especially when they're so good. So he did help us with our air conditioner. Now, the air conditioner issue was quite complex, but he did such a great job. It's worked like a charm ever since. The heater is actually a different element. We have a, a fairly expensive unit. We obviously didn't buy it. It came with the house, but they require a lot of maintenance it hasn't been maintained because we haven't needed to. It, it, it's a weird thing. It's like we would now, but it broke before we even had the opportunity to have it serviced. So this person is the one we called when the heater started to die. So Daryl, this was over the weekend. He, it was on Sunday. And he was super nice and said, I'll come by today. No problem. Now, it's been cold in our house for a day. And mm-hmm. so the one of the ways to keep a house warm is to do a bunch of cooking. Okay. oven, you know, cooking a lot of baking, a lot of stuff. And so I'm like, I'm going to make all the baked goods I can find in the house just to keep the oven running. I'm going to make meatloaf for dinner. That's another hour and a half. You know, I was doing all this stuff. So I was in the kitchen. I was hot because I had been cooking for like two hours at this point. Daryl's like, okay, I'm going to go take Malia to the mall because her friends want to go to the mall and then I'll be right back. It's like five minutes. No problem. I'm in a black tank top and black sweats. My hair's in a bun. I have no makeup on no bra. Mm -hmm. And I'm just doing my thing. Daryl has been gone for two minutes. (laughs) And the door knocks. And I went, you have got to be kidding me. Okay. And now the thing is, is now you know who I'm mad at, right? Daryl. I'm mad at Daryl because he didn't let me know this guy was on his way. So me and my my very large round non-sagging breasts come <laughs> jiggling to the door and I'm like I'm not even thinking about it, right? The house is cold. <laughs> <laughs> so I open up the door because I'm not aware, you know, when it's your own body, you're not really aware of what it looks like to others
2: so i open up the door and he goes why are you always trying to show your breasts to the neighborhood i know
1: to these (laughs) poor people who have not asked for this so i i unlock the door i open the door quickly (laughs) so i'm like and i'm like hi john and he goes hello <laughs> <laughs> and
2: he's trying really hard not to look down but i saw his eyes like go, forrest For a gump a in that scene where they're in vietnam and he's like covering his eyes where the rain's like splashing up in his eyes yes
1: <laughs> and so i'm like hi he goes how are you i go well i'm really cold <laughs> clearly <laughs> all right he goes how have you been I'm like I'm I'm good and so you know I <laughs> nice to nipple out. you I mean
2: see you oh my god <laughs> and
1: so I'm in the kit so finally so I walk him out and I can't just leave him out there I've got to stand out there and be social Jamie I know invite the man in oh it's cold out here you want to come in <laughs> <laughs> so anyway I go back into the kitchen I'm just like god damn it I swear to god i mean every single time this poor man comes and let me tell you he loves his wife he is not a pervert he's not anything of that nature well, he's a good up, dad he's still a human being he's a gentleman you know completely whatever so i'm in the kitchen daryl walks in and he looks at me and i give him a look he goes i am so sorry and i said i hate you <laughs> a lot have you any idea what i have to go through when i have to deal with others get out there and he didn't even look at me when he left. I said, I, and in my mind, I'm going, I promise you, I will be, ha- I will wear a bra next time oh, you come geez. over. I will have on suitable clothing. I promise. Seriously, you probably made him uncomfortable. <sighs> of course I did. Of course I did. Oh, no. no, I mean, you know what? Everyone
2: can appreciate good boobs, but not every time you come over. Well, not just that, but I mean, it's just, you know. He's like, I didn't order them. They came with the menu. (laughs) He's probably like, why don't I just bring my wife to these appointments? This would just be so much easier. I don't know. It'd be like sending Daryl to someone's house and, you know, their wife opening the door like that. The thing is, it's like Daryl would come
1: home and say, I have to tell you something. This woman, this woman. Oh no, because he would be like, I just want you to know, blah blah blah. And I don't know if this guy does that or not. I'm just saying that guy. I feel terrible. You know, it's like I mean, this was the one where this is the same guy that I suggested we have an affair last year. What? Oh my god!
2: No. Remember,
1: I'm sitting there. I go, man. You know, you you come over so often this week. People are going to start thinking we were having an affair. (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh, Jamie!
1: This poor Come guy. He he has experienced so much awkwardness with me because I am incapable of having a normal, normal discussion with someone when I've already Jeez. put you know messed it up somehow.
2: Well, don't be surprised if the next time you guys call him, if he just says, "You know what? I'm so booked, I can't." <laughs> I can't fit you guys into my schedule oh, god. But I can refer you to another great person. I know. This poor
1: man and me. He's like <laughs> he's like he's the reluctant mistress. The reluctant affair man or something. It's like Or the next wanted time wanted he comes this. over,
2: he just sweeps you into his arms and he kisses you. And I know. You're it's be like, like, is this what you wanted? He's like, I'm sorry, I must have had the wrong idea. And I, you're like, yeah. actually you're not you know what? You probably don't have the wrong idea, but I know what I know where you're coming from. <laughs> I know but and I'm I, really sorry. I'm sorry. You don't have the right idea, but you do. But you don't. I I don't know how to explain it. I'm, I'm just sorry. making it worse. <laughs> I'm going upstairs. Don't don't follow me. Yeah, that's not an invitation. That's, a, that's not an invitation. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just the worst. God. Just the
1: worst. That I feel so, so sorry, funny. John. That I'm is so sorry. So funny. <laughs> just so sorry.
2: God. Oh well, gosh, I think you probably win this. Week, oh God. Honest. And
1: you know he's coming back on Friday, but I told I insisted upon it. Daryl's working from home that day. Like, you, do not leave me alone do. with this man
2: do i think you should stay yeah i think you should stay out of the house oh my
1: god no kidding anyway well thank you okay so before you wrap up i just wanted to say one thing it's not our hot button our hot button is mental health please be aware of yourself if you're having go to nami.org if you have any questions about your depression or anxiety we we don't need to frequent that site ourselves personally. We've got our mental disorders dialed in. However, if you are having those issues. In addition, however, February is Heart Disease Awareness Month for women. And it is the number one killer. It ain't breast cancer. It's it's heart disease. And so if you're having any weirdness, go to your doctor. Get yourself checked out. It doesn't matter how old you are. Heart, You only get one. And you got to take care of it. Mm -hmm. diet and exercise ladies turn on your heart light let it shine wherever you go i love that song i love neil diamond i know let it make a happy glow for all the world to see (laughs) i don't even know how was that
2: song made especially for et yes oh i love that movie
1: too actually
2: i don't it's so sad it's just too sad. Well, I know. You know, the ending is he goes
1: home, but the kids are left heartbroken, right?
2: Well, and then I just, you know, they. I'm kind of glad they stopped making movies so damn sad. <laughs> I know movies were so freaking sad, man. I agree. I agree. I'm trying to think what I saw. Something made me
1: ball. You know, I think I'm hormonal. A little Did you bit. finally watch Inside and Out? No, I have to.
2: Jamie it's I'm gonna ugly cry that it? thing is a killer
1: uh you know what I know I watched that movie and I'm like what is this bullshit <laughs> I'm like what is this <laughs> why am I feeling things
2: god, god. I know but I know
1: it's... I'm I'm a little behind on the kid movies oh I think I was watching the Incredibles <laughs> it made me all over clipped
2: just I'm saying watch inside uh, and out I mean that thing I I referenced that movie for like a week oh I geez mean, that's it was, that's big for you it's pretty like psycho babble stuff yeah. i
1: did hear that oh i did read a blurb today this is very interesting and then then you can wrap it up you know who joe fiennes is no he's an english actor he kind of looks like the guy that does all of those cap you know he oh damn it he are you was just sure in- not ralph ralph fiennes are you sure it's not that it's Joseph Fiennes. He okay. was in like Schindler's List, and I believe he... I want to say he was in Made in Manhattan, but I'm not sure if that's the same guy. But anyway, he's an actor, and if you saw his face, you would recognize him. And he is has been cast in a movie playing Michael Jackson. Isn't he a white guy? Yes. And so he's playing Michael Jackson, and it's about Elizabeth Taylor, Marlon Brando, and Michael Jackson getting into a car after 9-11 and going on a road trip.
2: Is this a bad joke? No, it's a real
1: movie for television coming out in England and he was cast as Michael Jackson. And I'm like, Kate Blanchett played Bob Dylan in a movie and it worked. Because <laughs> oh, okay. he's very effeminate looking, if you think about it. He's a very small featured individual. So a woman could easily play him. And okay. I'm thinking, Michael Jackson in two thousand, towards the end of his that was right towards the end of his life, a woman could absolutely play Michael Jackson. But he's not a woman. No, I know. But I'm saying if we're going to go this far-fetched, why are we casting a very tall white man to play Michael Jackson? I mean... I don't know. Why can't we do a a man of color or a woman of color to play Michael Jackson? Like Jada Jada Pinkett Smith, maybe? I said that. Did you see my tweet? No. Oh, (laughs) how funny. I totally tweeted that. She would make a good one. I said, why can't Jada Pinkett Smith play Michael Jackson? Well, maybe because she can't act. Well, she is definitely... Questionable. I have seen her in one movie.
2: What? Woo.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> what? What's that? Is that a movie? Yeah. No. A really bad movie she made like ages woo? ago.
1: No. Uh, I saw her in a movie called The Women. It was a remake where she played a, a lesbian uh, who loves models. She, there was, like, two funny scenes in it for
2: I think her. she's played a lesbian in most of her well, movies. Well, I think
1: she is a lesbian. At least that's what I've heard.
2: Um, I don't want to gossip about it. No, there's know. rumors. But, I mean, there's, there's rumors, rumors about everybody. I know.
1: Everyone's bisexual in Hollywood, apparently. So, that's anyway. All right. I'm done talking. I just wanted to mention that.
2: Well, on that note, I guess that's an awkward note to follow. <laughs> I'm so, awkward. So, um... <laughs> hmm. I guess I'll just wait a few seconds and then try and let that stink die. Uh. (laughs) Okay, well, um, on that note, it's good to be back. Thanks, everybody, for uh, letting me have a little stay of execution. And hopefully you enjoyed the time with Jamie and producer Dub. Thanks for keeping up on the Amazon shopping and the Avon shopping as well. We look forward to uh, many more shopping time please visit our Facebook page and our Twitter and be sure to follow us on those sites. Check out the uh, heart Disease heartdiseasegoreadforwomen.org mm-hmm. or our NAMI links and uh, stay current on all of those sites. And then also, like I said, on our Facebook page, we'll be posting all of the links that we discussed during the current episode. Mm-hmm. Other than that, have a fabulous week and we'll see you next time. Bye!
0: Thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Ugly Truth. If you're interested in keeping up with the Uglies, then follow them on Twitter, at The Ugly Truth, friend them at facebook.com slash ugly or leave comments on our shows at uglytruth.com. That's U-G-L-E-E-Truth.com. Until next time, be ugly and own it.